time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Brother! How are you, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, tremendous comic writer, producer, and host of the Lockdown MLB podcast, Paul Sully Sullivan. We're going to be talking to Sully in just a sec. First, let me thank the folks that sponsored this podcast for real, all things comedy. Your one-stop website for, uh, like, anything funny. Just Google it. All things comedy. Hey, we got Advice Corner, Fiery Four, Pop Quiz, great show. And as always, before we get to my guest, Paul Sullivan, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Gunga Dance. For really mild Indian food, try Gunga Dance. Baseball! As South American as Apple Empanadas, Houston's Carlos Correa hits an 11th inning walk-off homer against the Yanks. That had more suspense than a Rudy Giuliani sound Instantly after making contact, Korea stopped to calculate the launch angle, velocity, and estimated trajectory of the... Oh, no, no, wait. He was just gloating. Washington's amazing pitching duo of Strasburg and Scherzer also confessed to ghostwriting most of Beethoven's stuff and announced they will compete in pairs ice dancing for Germany. So look for them. Strasburg and Scherzer. Dodgers' Clayton Gershaw now admits his pitching was so bad it ended both the Dodgers' season and the HBO series' succession. Lastly, St. Louis collapsing faster than the lawn chair on America's Funniest Home Videos. That wrap-up brought to you by VIP, the luxury porta potty NFL. Houston kicks the Chiefs to the curb like a half-empty pomegranate energy drink. Carolina's like an L.L. Bean catalog shoot. They're doing it without Cam Newton. Cleveland's Baker Mayfield has been picked off more than lint on the suit of an Asperger's patient. The Vikings, like a dog who thinks your stress ball is a sausage treat. They just keep coming at you. And finally, the Eagles looked uglier than someone who is of no specific gender or ethnicity, but is still quite ugly. That wrap-up sponsored by the Marianas trench coat featuring the deepest pockets in the business. College football. Wisconsin bored Michigan State to death. Oklahoma beat Texas for the prestigious truck stop bragging rights. Nickname game of the week. Indiana versus Maryland. The Hoosiers versus the Terrapins. Both schools still looking for a volunteer to get into whatever the hell they call that mascot soup. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1862, the place Brooklyn, New York, James Creighton of the Excelsior baseball team ruptured his bladder hitting a home run and died. Wow, I thought Tommy John surgery was bad. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Pill Bottle Cotton. Make your own clothes with Pill Bottle Cotton. It's free! Now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, comedian, Emmy-nominated TV producer, and host of the Lockdown MLB podcast. He uh, had a mustache that would have made Aaron Rodgers jealous. Paul Sully Sullivan. Sully, how are you today? I've never been better than at this specific moment. That includes the birth of my children. <laughs> Children. That's, uh, wow, is, that's impressive. That's the highest compliment we've ever gotten. Absolutely. I always guess the athletic body type of uh, my guests. And I'm going with a mean, 
high school fullback that no one ever wanted to actually tackle. Uh, I like to think I have the body type of your high school gym coach, basically. <laughs> I've got the whistle. Sinister high Patterson, school gym Patterson, take a lap. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Hey, young Patterson kids are always causing trouble. Yeah, today we're just doing dodgeball. Just dodgeball. Just then, dodgeball. Then I'd sneak a smoke around the corner of the gym. <laughs> That's right. Coach has something to do. He's got a few people he's got to call on a lawsuit. Just play dodgeball. Now, you grew up in Connecticut up to a point, and then you moved out west. Well, actually, I, I was born in Connecticut. I actually thought all life emanated from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Because all my As it does. As it does. That's the Garden of Eden was located between. <laughs> if you're Italian, <laughs> it kind of was. Pretty much. Uh, I spent a lot of my childhood in both Connecticut and Massachusetts, the suburbs of Boston. Ah. So, you know, we made the adjustment. But then. Uh, What's we, the difference? Because they lumped that all together. For us, folks from uh, uh, the Midwest and the West, uh, yeah. they put everybody up there in New England. Just call it New England. And then, and, and, uh, but, but I imagine. Uh, there might have been uh, some massive uh, color pageantry, spite, and hatred between Connecticut and Massachusetts at some point. If you live in southern Connecticut, you're basically a suburb of New York. After New Haven, it's just New England nonsense. The main difference is in Massachusetts, there's candle pin bowling, and in Connecticut, there's regular pin bowling. Yeah. Other than that, they're eerily similar. Well, uh, the fact that it's called regular Bowling yes. uh, should indicate to everyone that something is wrong with candle pin bowling. Yes, I grew up with candle pin bowling, and it wasn't until we moved to Palo Alto in in the Silicon Valley uh, because uh, my dad uh, my dad was in the computer world, and uh, you know if I could if I could tell my younger self two things, there'd be one, you're thinner than you'll ever be in your life, so, <laughs> so quit, enjoy it, so enjoy it. Sure. And, and be by Google. Those would be the two yeah. things I would tell my younger self. Wow, that younger self tip brought to you by Cliffhangers, <laughs> the dangerous place to park your plane, and Psychopaths, the app that finds the craziest hiking trails. Yeah, you're walking around with a 10-pin uh, bowling, and people just look at you like, uh, what are you, a juggler? What are yeah. you, with the flying Karamazov brothers there? What are you doing? You ever camel people? It's like a it's like a wood softball. There's not even put your fingers in it. Really, you yeah, just kind of lob you, it. You lob it down there. So it's more like bocce ball in that See, way. Again, the Italians screwing something up. I'm by the way, I'm I'm half Italian. I got yeah. an Irish name, but I look exactly like my Italian grandfather. Yes, you do. He had the perfectly circular. I don't face. even know your Italian grandpa, <laughs> and you look exactly like him. I could tell you that. I, I guarantee you, my my Italian grandfather was your allergist because every Italian person I met in Connecticut is like, oh, I had Doctor Vioni. He's a wonderful man. He was the only allergist, evidently, in all of Connecticut. Wow. So, and Italian to boot. Absolutely. So uh, depending on how he phrased it, you're probably going to believe virtually anything out of his mouth. I, Lord knows I did. Yeah, if he just goes, we got the sniffles there. Yeah, 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 here's what you got to do. Stay away from the cat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you give, do. give me that cat. <laughs> give me cat. Take I'll a take walk. Take care of the cat. <laughs> take a walk. Don't, don't you worry about the cat. I got the cat. <laughs> the cat's taken care of. The cat, none of your problems. <laughs> Just breathe easy. <laughs> <laughs> so now superstitions, you got to have them. Most New Englanders do. Um, hey, you got to be a huge uh, Boston guy. I mean, uh, Red Sox, I know. I am a diehard Red Sox fan. I do follow every team. Like, if, even, like this current postseason, the Red Sox aren't in it, but I'm still, I get super into it. You're into it. Yeah, when it was the Marlins versus the Indians of the World Series, I was watching every pitch. Trust me, I'm neither an Indians nor a Marlins fan. Well, when, when, who is? (laughs) When did you know 
that, uh, that that baseball was the passion that you had inside of you because you're like crazy for baseball. I, do you know what? There, your, your, your Twitter handle is uh, is uh, Sully Baseball. Do you know what? One of the things I always loved. I loved watching games as a little kid. I watched it with my mother, who was a big baseball fan, my father, my grandfather. But my first grade teacher, this is honest to God truth, was named Mrs. Brashani, and her husband was the statistician of the Red Sox. And I would, wow. and I could read the back of baseball cards, but all I saw were the team names. And she showed me what all the stats were in the first grade. Wow! And it was like the movie Stargate. It just sort of it just unlocked, and all of a sudden, <laughs> from first grade on, I discovered the baseball encyclopedia, and I became a Benedictine monk, just wow. plowing through those. And, sure. and also, my mother had all of these baseball books from her childhood. She grew up a Yankee fan, ironically. And I learned baseball history like crazy. And my dad and I would go to ball games, and to this day we sit and we watch ball games together. Wow. So, 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 so. But it, Mrs. Brashani, that in the yeah. origin story, she would be my Yoda. She would yeah. be my Obi Wan Kenobi. And, and Mr. Brashani was uh, was the Italian guy that you would elbow. Go, hey, come on, that's come not on. an error. Come that's on. a hit. Hey, come on, give come him. On, that's give, a hit. Give, give him the that's save. A hit. Give wipe him the yeah, save. Yeah, yeah. Wipe out, wipe out that perfect game. That's a hit right there. But since then, I've just I've been fascinated by the history. And just following the game and following the narratives, and, I, and I've never stopped. And Did I you don't, play? I was a horrible player, and it's if I could ask a genie <laughs> for anything, it would to be a, a great relief pitcher. I wanted to be the dude who comes out and the flamethrower who gets him out. Yeah. In seventh grade in uh, little league, Adam Alexander and Sean Gallagher both took me deep. And if and I remember thinking when that last one it landed in Rhode Island and we were in Massachusetts at the time. Yeah, although that's still not that far. Well, they were little league. It was little yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. But it's I kept thinking about four hundred yards. If I can't get Adam Alexander out, what am I going to do against George Brett? Yeah, yeah, that's a, a and, bit of a leap even for Adam Alexander, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you feel like I got to have an affinity for this. I got to at if least I'm going to practice. And high school, I played in high school. And I was a first baseman at my high school. This, by this time, we had moved to California. And there were, like, scouts at some of these games because in yeah, California. California. Yeah, there's there's I mean, baseball players on every street corner and Sar- right behind the meth dealer. They were pretty they much. They usually hang out near each other. We case. had meth scouts as well. We were trying to see who would be really. Wow, yeah. Because, you know, if you, get, if you get the right heft to a bag of meth, it reacts just like a ball. You could throw that baby 60 feet right into a convertible. And it gets juiced. But the true that's the juice. I was. Wow, I never thought of that. That's smart. I was at first base in a game, and I made two throwing errors from first, <laughs> from first. to first of pitcher covering in the same oh, game. That's gotta stain. Yeah, and and I nearly made an error on the final play of the game, and I eventually just sort of like was on the ground crawling, and like put the ball on top of the base before the dude could wow, have because crushed your foot. I didn't think you could make two throwing errors from first to Nobody first. Nobody has. That's a world's record. I, admit, I called a Mr. Brashotti. I called Mr. Brashotti. He said, sure. nope, never happened. <laughs> he, said, he said, don't worry about That's it, kid. It. You're I'll wipe it off the books. That game's called in the fourth on, on account of rain. Yeah. But, but Mr. Brashotti, it's Palo Alto. Yeah, that's all right. I'll take care of it. <laughs> that's impressive. Uh, uh, that story, which takes care of uh, uh, probably both your best and worst 
uh, um, athletic moments in your career. Uh, brought to you by Garage in Your Pants, the 8-inch tool that can do anything. And pants in your garage sneak back into your own house effortlessly with pants in your garage from the makers of Garage in Your Pants. All right. Now, uh, um, uh, so we know how you, how you got into it. Then you decide, I'm going to try to find a way to make this a passion yeah. and weave it into a career in show business, yeah. which also involves producing. Yep. And, I mean, yeah, you've got a bit of a suicide. Uh, 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 oh, I'm uh, the Grim Reaper of television shows. Yeah, I'm, yeah, right. I'm the Kill Ted Byrne and Bonnie Hunt and Dennis Miller. You've, you've worked for like 150 people. None, yeah. of, none of them were particularly stable. No, and I was at The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. I did produce there, but uh, they saw that I was the Grim Reaper of television shows and they, yeah, they made, yeah it's time, time to go time to <laughs> go it's right. stable the Hoyt Wilhelm yeah. of the bullpen <laughs> pretty much yeah it was uh remember that year Dave Kingman played for four teams in one year <laughs> that's my television resume right now I, I kept working I just never stayed at one place for very long and and I never you know and and I was like Ted McGinley. Where every time he comes onto a sure. TV show, it's yeah, like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, look out! Well, we must be, uh, we must be in our last well, yeah, legs here. Cut that deal fast. Yeah, blow on the ink. I want that baby dry. Now, um, you, so first of all, before we get into the baseball of it all, yeah. And how you kind of turn that into something that you could, you could, you could, you could do, and maybe yeah. create a revenue stream. Yeah. Uh, Axman, you yes. worked on Axman. I did. I did work on Axman. Yes, I am fascinated. Oh yeah, by these uh, weird, manly, mm-hmm. quote unquote, reality ish mm-hmm. shows. Yeah, but I mean, take us behind the scenes. Imagine you being, worked on like what twenty episodes, I, something like that. Yeah, uh, I, what'd I, you do I, at Axman? Oh god, I, I had I had some branches. For, I'm actually I appear in one episode. Wow, I do appear in one episode because there was one we were shooting in Oregon. We we're in the woods in Oregon. We had to be there every morning. I had to be at the site at four o'clock in the morning. Good lord, that's before the lumberjacks get there. Because you got to set up the equipment. Yeah, you got to you got to shoot the lumberjacks. You got to yeah, you, yeah. you got to get them arriving and everything. You got to get the, the, the lint roller for the flannel shirts. You got to get ready. <laughs> yeah, and, and let me tell you, we had the best catering you could have. We oh, had a, I'll bet. We had a cooler with Oscar <laughs> Myers and like I have a can of Sprite. So there you go. The glory of television. And, the, and it was, look, I did enjoy working on the show. I'm not going to badmouth the show, but they always gave us like the cheapest equipment they can. We had like Betamax cameras that we were hanging because they knew that <laughs> Sure. The chances of a branch destroying it. They're not going to give yeah. us an IMAX. No, no, not, no. We're not Christopher Nolan shooting IMAX in the in the <laughs> no, woods. You've actually got Dumont cameras. Yeah, we, That's how far back we, they're we sending to, you. We were hand cranking this and stuff. Giant, you've got a, a gerbil wheel on Is the it, side can of you it just use your you phone? extra juice. Can you just use your phone? Because, <laughs> sure. Um, but so yeah, one of these guys like – I mean, but do I, they beef up the drama? Yes. Yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. do. Oh, you have to because yeah. most of the days you're there – you know, you're like, okay, and that's going to drop. So you kind of, I, I hate to break the news to you, but a lot of times you come together and say, hey, let's do, what if something like this happens? Because that's what happens behind the scenes of a reality now, show. Do you have to think of that? Or yes, that's yeah, part, yeah, 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 part of my job. It's part of your job. These guys go, are hey. not skilled writers. These guys don't have an MFA <laughs> no. from USC. Yeah, I'm pretty I will, sure they're eating, eating bark in their spare time. I, I did appear in one, you see me in one episode where. What did you do? Well, I'll tell you exactly. Exactly what happens. We were doing a we we're doing a shoot, and these two guys are you know cutting some stuff down. And the guy the guy who is trying Shocker to trying to impress something down in an episode of Axman. This this young guy who wants to impress the lead dude is trying to get a bunch done, 
and uh, a tree a, fa- a tree falls in and it winds up uh, smacking into some other branches and they call those widow makers if they and and because uh, he did it he didn't do the math in his head because there is geometry right that yeah. it went into those branches and those branches went there and snapped back now I'm not just a producer, but everyone has a camera. Everyone's shooting. And I'm looking at this. I said, this is a great shot. Those branches are coming right at the camera. Oh, wait a second. (laughs) That means it's coming right at me. And now the sound dude was smart enough to jump out of the way. Sure. But when you see the episode, you see the branches falling, and you actually hear one of the the loggers say, you okay, Sully? And you see me and the other camera guy climbing out because climbing like they, they don't like to show that we're there. But that the shot of us climbing out yeah. and one of the guys just sort of brushing me off. And I'm like, and I think at that point I turned and said, we're done today. We're We've done. got our footage. Yeah. <laughs> it was like noon. I said, I'm going back to my hotel now. It's, as it were, the motel, I'm guessing. No, no. Do you know what? I will say we had a nice hotel. Oh, that's we, good. We, it would have a kitchen. It had, wow. and, and we were uh, we were uh, about an hour tram ride outside of Portland. So that summer, tram ride. Yeah, what's what are they doing up it, in Oregon? How much pot are they smoking? Oh man, when they're building trams it's out cr- to the logging forests. Whatever they're smoking, it was great because I got to go to Portland every weekend on. Uh, oh, nice. On, on History, Chan- on History sure. Channel's dime, and I didn't have to park the car. <laughs> it probably only cost a dime to take the oh, tram. Yeah, I don't think they even – it was the honor Portland. system. Did you did you pay? The okay. honor system. <laughs> That's great. So you emerged from the Widowmaker yes. like a, just a giant angry squirrel. Oh, I was I was like a phoenix rising from this. I, wow. I, I looked – I was – you could just see me. I, was, I, can't, I don't know what kind of language I can use, but – yeah, Anything you want. It rhymes with kissed and starts with P. There I go for it. I was pissed. Yeah, I was pissed. Yeah, I was like, sure. <laughs> and like, and you know, and I'm guessing geometry probably not one of the top three or four academic pursuits among loggers. But you will be surprised. It's one of these things. It's like acquired smartness. Yeah, like yeah, they don't they know they're they don't know they're doing geometry. Right, right. It's like when I was a kid learning how to do batting averages. I didn't know I was doing algebra. Right, right, right. You know, so these go. guys didn't know they were doing geometry. They just had to in order to not die. Not die. So survival of uh, the fittest turned into math for them. Oh, but there's wow. oh, there's a lot of unusable footage from those shoots. Uh, like a bad. Well, so, so some of them is. Like, uh, I mean, like dangerous, like guys getting. No, guys just talking stuff like, now. Stuff like that. Well, oh, that chainsaw got away from. Oh, that we would have kept. That's what people want to watch. Sure, but they want to some see of it's just really boring. Like, <laughs> yeah, we got to move this brush away. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to sell some advertising space here. Like, <laughs> could you could you light could it on you, fire? Could you say something? Could you scream? Could you accidentally drop a widowmaker into the tram cables? Let's get some excitement going here. I wasn't going to say this, but I'll just tip this one. This may even be edited out. I don't even know what's going to happen here. But there was one day we had to shoot the inserts, which is just shots of the guys yelling, look out, come over here. And there's just there's a whole list of them that the yeah, editor yeah. needs. Pick and ups. like Yeah, sure. pickups and shots of feet My running. My career is pickups. <laughs> and I would have the guys, like I, there was like a list of like 20 things they had to yell, both in this direction and that direction for the editor. But I would also throw in, do you want some salad with that? 
Yeah, 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 sure. Are you all caught up in Downton Abbey? You know, like I would just. It's nothing else, but at least for the Christmas reel, you got to punch it up. Yeah. And then some of the other stuff was a little dirtier than that, but it was. But but we made sure we got the checklist and said, okay, let's go do whatever we want. And That's fantastic. It was it was a really interesting and fun experience working on that show. I must say that behind the scenes look brought to you by Adrenaline Junkies, <laughs> the Forgotten Junkie. Please help them, and of course, ScornHub.com videos of hot moms who disapprove of your every action. Okay, now, uh, listen to me. Uh, 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 I got a bonafide Hollywood survivor. Uh, you've heard everything. Well, first of all, uh, what made you get on, uh, uh, develop the podcast? Uh, I'll tell you what, because I realized... Because you guys, this is a good podcast. Thank uh, you. Thank uh, you. And, and it's your passion. Yes. Uh, and it shows. Yeah, I love doing it. I Nothing re- again, not that you weren't passionate about the logging. No, but I mean, I've been, I've been podcasting in one way, shape, or another about baseball since 2012. And for a while, I did it where I wouldn't miss a day. I do 365 a year. Wow. Or, or unless it was a leap year, I'd do another one. But Even th- Bob Costas was guy. Ah, you got to calm down. You got to take a vacation. No, I didn't. But then eventually, I, life said, "Like, do you want Paul? Maybe Sully? Why don't you take? I don't know, <laughs> Christmas off." Um, sure. I I went in for Go a, on the woods and shout at lumberjacks. I, take a break. I went I went into the hospital for a kidney stone procedure, and I did Good a Lord. I did a podcast from my hospital bed. Holy, that's dead from a family of nine. A world of courage, Sully <laughs> Sullivan. But uh, but now I'm doing it for the Lockdown Podcast Network, where they throw a couple of shekels. My way, and I love doing it because I always want to talk baseball, even in the middle of the Super Bowl, even yeah. in the middle of my kidney stone procedure, in the middle of my kid's birthday. I'm like, oh, isn't it so great? Yeah, happy birthday! What do you think we have the Brewers infield? I think that they don't. Up the yeah, so, so baseball is life for you, and I and I know that there are people out there who. You know, they say, why do you do it in the off season? I said, that's when you need it the most. Yeah, it's uh, the old hot stove league. Because you you have this daily companion, and then, blink, it goes away. Yeah, yeah. And so you miss that daily. It's not about the one game like in football. It's that I come home, I'm a little tired, I need to unwind, there's a game on. And And the fact that your team is playing five, six times a week, some people think that's a detriment. No, it's a friend that's always yeah, there. Yeah. It's a different kind of rhythm. Yep. A lot of America's uh, more in tune with the football rhythm. I'm not. Build, 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 pop once a week, bang, uh, a lot like their love lives, pow, and then bang, back to the buildup. But baseball has its own, yeah, own rhythm. I, I love the rhythm that you know, no matter what. And I can go with my dad, who's, you know, who's older, is not as, as healthy as he was before. You sit down with him. Said, so turn to me. Is there a game on? And he, I would say, what yeah. sport are you referring to, Father? And yeah, like, yeah. We're, and we're sitting down. We're watching the Padres play the Cardinals. Two teams we don't care about, but we'll sit and watch it because it's there. The rhythm is there, and you never know ever when something's going to happen. Odds are, odds aren't that great. But I remember going to a ball game. I went to one Dodger game in ten years. Yeah, and I saw Fernando Tatis. Hit two, two grand, grand slams in, in the one same inning. inning. Inning, same inning. That's right. That's insane. And someone never been to a baseball game since because I can't top that. No, someone I, I didn't can't. activate Tatis on their fantasy team that day. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's killer. All right, bonafide Hollywood uh, uh, tour. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, jack of all trades. Nah. Uh, time for advice corner. Actual takeaway from the great Paul Sullivan. Paul, I'm going to ask you. 
uh, some questions. Bring. Never know, we might have kids out there, just like a baseball broadcast, uh, who are thinking about pursuing something in this realm. All right. And uh, maybe we can help them out. All What's right. your best travel tip? Uh, my best travel tip is... Anything. Could be packing, could be the airport, anything. anything. My best travel tip is leave a reminder on the night table where you're staying that says the name of the town you're in. Because there's a time you're going to wake up and go, where the hell am I? And then you look over there and say, oh, I'm in Decatur, Alabama. Boom. Thank oh, God. Yep. <laughs> Thank God for that little stupid pad and pen they put by the phone. Uh, it used to be the yellow pages for me. I would put the yellow pages on and say, where... where oh, what, yeah, when I, I used, to, when I used to tour doing stand-up, I would do that. I'm like, where am I? And I would look up. I'm in Chattanooga. Okay, I'm in Chattanooga. Pam, you know. I'm in Melbourne, Florida. Got it. All right. <laughs> As a producer, yes. Shifting Hats, quickest way to get someone to do what you need them to do, and you need it fast. Make them think it's their idea. Oh, that's a good one. Hey, do you, do you remember you mentioned that thing? Oh, I thought you did. Anyway, it's a great idea. If you could take care of that, that would be really great. Wow. Just bald-faced lying. Oh, half of producing is just being uh, dishonest. Uh, uh, Miss, uh, Mrs. Uh, taught you that. Yeah, Brishani, yes. Brishani, yeah, sure. <laughs> I wasn't lying the when Grishani's I said that. lived right next oh, to Oh, yeah, they, they were the statistician <laughs> for the Brewers. <laughs> Quick tip for enjoying a baseball game live. When you go to the stadium, what's an important thing to do to really t- take in the whole game? Uh, learn anything about the starting pitcher. Oh really? Yeah. To me, if you like, I know who the player. But if you know who the starting pitcher is, and you That's know, if you know, okay, they're 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 on a slump, they're on a roll, they throw junk, they throw fast, because the dictation of a game is the starting pitcher. So it's like, it's like Hollywood uh, uh, overlaid on sports is like, what's the backstory? Yeah. What's his emotional crises? In and football, all that kind of stuff. In football, would be the quarterback, and in yeah, baseball, yeah. It's, so if you go in, it's always who's pitching. See, and, and, uh, and uh, that's uh, – I never learned anything about much of anybody on the field. That's probably why I never wound up doing Major League Baseball in my career. That was the one thing keeping you. <laughs> yeah, that's holding me back. <laughs> funniest thing to watch in a baseball game, that funnest thing, actually. <laughs> funnest thing to watch. Mr. Prashani would not be happy with that grammar. No, I know, but uh, <laughs> hey, it's working. Funnest thing to watch in a baseball game that, that uh, nobody – Focuses on the anything happening in the bullpen. The bullpen. Watch the relievers. Sometimes there'll be a dude juggling. Sometimes they'll be playing games. It's like because they're bored. Most of the time they're sitting there. They're not into the game. So how are they filling their time out? So if you're ever sitting and you can watch the bullpen, like you know, obviously you want to watch the game, but check out. Inevitably, something weird is going to be happening in the bullpen. That's impressive. That's a good one. Uh, bring the binoculars for that. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, last one. Best way to get someone into baseball. Would it be the way you got into it? Maybe not nowadays. I don't know. Nowadays, if you had to suck someone into the game to prove to them uh, that this is this is a great game, what, what would be the best way to do that for you? Uh, find personal stories about the players so they can root for individual players. I found, Again, give him the emotional connection. Yeah, because that's if, the half Italian in you right that's there. That's right. Like, do you know that guy? Turn like, it into opera. Think about all the people who loved Jim Abbott when he had that one hand. Yeah, yeah. That dude has one hand. No, no, that's a no, and he's good. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, you. We need more Jim Abbotts, and if we yeah. can't get him, we got to make some. So get the meat cleavers out. Start chopping <laughs> off yeah, those yeah, heads. Exactly. We're trying to. We're trying to build the sport. Stark. Yeah, I'd go with electroshock therapy and a couple of guys. Just see, they're they've only they're only 
only right-brained. Let's see how this slider goes. <laughs> that Advice Corner brought to you by the Pension Fondle Motel. Get busy and get out of here. I think there's uh, uh, one up uh, near that Oregon forest. No! Oh, this one. Uh, yeah, you're going to love it. It's time for the Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. Oh, these are sports takes so hot. You'll want to legalize asbestos again. All right. Fire number one. Mason Rudolph, the latest NFLer to get his bell rung by Quasimodo on HGH. <laughs> Has the NFL peaked due to the danger? And are we headed for soccer night in America? Uh, not yet. Not yet? Not yet. I think, a... I think there's two more generations. I think you're – but. Uh... I it's going to die slow is what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah. think it's going to die slowly, but I think eventually it will. I think you're seeing, as, as a father with two kids in high school, uh, Did I, you let him play? Oh, heck no. Yeah, yeah, you just my, said no. My mother is a neuropsychologist who studies the brains. Holy I would be disowned, I'd be disowned by my own parents if I let my kids play it. I said, Mom, you let me and my brother play. And I said, yeah, look, look how you two turned out. <laughs> exactly. Nobody followed me into neuropsych. Okay, son. Fire number two. Who's your dark horse to win the college football playoff? Dark horse. We know probably Alabama's there, probably Clemson's there, most likely Ohio State and Oklahoma. But who's sneaking up around the perimeter that you're, uh, you're liking? Go Cougs, Washington State University, the, the pride Cougs. of Pullman, Washington. Wait, they already got two, two losses. How are they going to sneak in? Because, you don't care. Because I got a master's from Washington State, and that's <laughs> it. I don't follow college football. Sure. So I just want to say, Go Cougs. Hey, you never know. You uh, never know that. They're going to they're, they're peak. Uh, lumberjack could hit a tree at just the wrong Widowmaker. Year. Widowmaker falls on Nick Saban. Bam, there's Bam. a hole. We're into Pullman. <laughs> Fire number three. <laughs> should Major League Baseball ditch the wild card game and do a full seven-game series instead for round one? No. In fact, I think what they should do is they should get all the teams that didn't make it and play a tournament and have Holy even, crap, and have you're it. insane. Okay, maybe that's slightly <laughs> insane, but I like the wild card game. It gives an incentive to win your division. It gives you an incentive to finish in first place. I think I think it's like uh, I think it's like a Gwyneth Paltrow flirting thing, thinking she's flirting with you at a bar. And then, of course, you realize, oh, she's not. Because it's one game and you're done. Yeah. Well, I don't think that proves anything. It may not, but win your division. When you oh, there you go. But if you win your division, then you should have, a, I think, seven-game shot at your opponent. Well, you know, I'm, I, not, I'm not sure. I, I, like the, I like the anarchy. I love anarchy. I'm an agent of chaos. All right. I'm a frustrated Dodger fan. And finally, <laughs> fire number four. Will Tom Brady die or will he just retire to the island of Dr. Moreau? What's with this guy? He is uh, He's not human. He's, no. he's not human, and I think eventually uh, his program will shut down. You think so? Yeah, I think it's going to be your Brenner in Westworld. It'll just pop yeah, right. his face off. Sure. I've got to make my references current, and I not only do I make a Westworld, no, but it's it. the wrong Westworld reference. No, it's a great Westworld reference. The old Brenner one uh, you could follow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the new one, uh, i got to get a schematic down at the grocery store to help me out. <laughs> that fiery four brought to you by Beige, the color with no holiday baggage. Now... I understand you have a pop quiz for me. We do this every week. Three, three questions from my guest, the great Paul Sully Sullivan, uh, uh, baseball uh, savant. He's right. going to ask me three questions, but hang on because we got a, a theme song for this. Let's hear this one. Boom, pop, 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 pop quiz. 
Oh, wow. We were ex- you were expecting a big band sting on the uh, end of that. Uh, I man, can I, see. <laughs> you're disappointed. <laughs> Great work, Lennon and McCartney. That, that, didn't, that didn't make it to let it be. Yeah, um, I can read the disappointment on your face. <laughs> that's registered at ASCAP, really? Yeah, um, that, unfortunately, uh, uh, yeah, it has to be. Okay, question number one. All right. Question number one. I'm ready. Okay, World Series trivia, okay? We have the Nationals who are trying to get to and win their first ever World Series title. When was the last time we had two teams in the World Series who had never won a World Series before? Oh, brother. Uh, uh, Florida Marlins and uh, whoever they played. Nope. It was 1980. The Philadelphia Houston Astros. The Philadelphia Phillies had never won a, had never oh. won a World Series up until that point. And they beat the Kansas City Royals, who had, who had never, never been, in, wow. whatever, won a World Series before that. When was the Frank White Kansas City years? That was that. that Frank White was on that, and he was on the 1985 World Series champion. Who were when aided. they beat St. Louis, uh, with well, that they ref, ref beat they that, beat yeah. St. Louis. Well, well there was in, nearly one of those in the game last night when uh, there was a swing and strike that I could see, and I was not watching the game. Yeah. Well, That's how obvious it was, and the umpire completely missed it. But then he uh, got him. He realized he made a mistake, and he and he called a pitch about six inches uh, uh, west of the dugout. <laughs> as a it, was a, it was a pitch out, actually. <laughs> All right, I'm up for one. Okay, a good sh- a good try, though. Come on, the Florida Marlins. That's that was, yeah, well, hey, look, that's not a bad guess. Okay, I'm okay. For one. Next one. Only one World Series has ever ended with a caught stealing. Holy smokes. What future Hall of Famer was caught trying to steal second in the bottom of the ninth of Game 7 of the World Series down by a run? What former... What future Hall of Famer was thrown out trying to steal second base? Ricky Henderson. Great guess. I'll give you one more shot. Maury Wills. No, he's already in the Hall of Fame. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, noted speedster. Babe Ruth. The svelte speedster, Babe Ruth, tried to steal second base in the seventh game of the 1926 World Series. It was thrown out. Only time the World Series has ever ended on a caught stealing. And you know what Ty Cobb said? That's hustle. (laughs) All right, I'm 0 for 2. Let's see if I can save my dignity Uh, by picking up the last one. Sully Sullivan stumping me. Okay, one more. Babe Ruth stealing. Wow, that's embarrassing. One more. You know what he did? He drank and had a pie. Yeah. He sat down. He followed it up the next year by hitting 60 home runs, and the Yankees (laughs) swept the World Series. So he did okay. Failure can motivate you, I guess. Um, Okay, if there's one thing that I love as much as baseball history, it's Academy Award history. Sure. Let's mix the two up. I'm there. Only one Best Picture nominee has featured two future Hall of Famers playing themselves. Holy smokes. And I'll give you a hint. It's not Gandhi. Because wow, that only featured good. that yeah. only featured one future Hall of Famer when Robin Yount was doing a scene with the Mahatma. Robin Yount yeah. was in Gandhi? It, little known fact. He was cut out of the film, so don't Holy look for it. Holy smokes. But one Best Picture You'd nominee. Think they would have won a World Series. That was too busy helping the Mahatma. Yeah. <laughs> wow. One Bandy's Best Picture. bomber suddenly mellowed out. One, one Best picture, picture nominee had two, two future, future Hall, Hall of, Fam- of Famers in playing it. themselves. Oh, wow. I'm going to go back to the 40s. Yep. I'm going to go... Getting warm. Let's see. Wow. Who would it be? 
Oh, man. I'm going to have to take a shot. I'm going to go that there were two cameos uh, somehow in Citizen Kane. Ooh. You're in the right See, actual... The, the, the Magnificent Ambersons? No, it was Pride of the Yankees did, with did, Gary... Did Hank Greenberg walk through <laughs> a background shot in Pride... In in, uh, in the magnificent Ambersons, just with the bat, <laughs> Carl Hubble is throwing Rosebud into the fire. Yeah, it's a right, right, fact. sled. Yeah, sure. Pride of the Yankees with Gary Cooper as Lou Gehrig. That won a. It was nominated for nominated Best Picture oh, and wow. and featured Babe Ruth as himself. And Babe Ruth is very actually good in the film. He's he plays himself. It's not a stretch. Yeah, nobody who's played Babe Ruth uh, has it's, been as good as Babe Ruth yeah, playing himself. Not, it's not a stretch. He's not playing Othello. You know, he's playing Babe Ruth. <laughs> well, but still, it's uh, it's it's hard. It also features Bill Dickey, future Hall of Famer Bill Dickey, sure, who acts about as well as you'd expect a catcher from the <laughs> 1940s with no acting experience to act in a film. But at the time, it was a big get because he was still a star. Sure, in, 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 Bill Dickey. Sure, Lou, are you okay? Wow, is that what... Oh, man. I think he has Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> oh, brother. Man, 0 for 3. Usually, I nab something. I, uh, but 0 for... Those are, good, those are great questions. I was in the arena on a couple of them. Yeah, well, I thought... I was when, in the ballpark. When I thought... When I saw you go in the 1940s... Yeah, you thought I, I thought, like, oh, he's got, he's got Gary Cooper, Pride yeah, of the yeah, Yankees. Yeah. No, I blanked completely on all the good 40s movies. Oh. All I could think of was Fear Strikes Out, which is in the 50s. Yeah, by the way, I will say this is a sacrilegious... And then my mind went blank, which happens a lot. Yeah, I will say this is a sacrilegious... Not a Gary Cooper fan. I think no, he's, no, I think, yeah, I think yeah, he's boring. Yeah. I think really? he's a boring actor. You know, High Noon's a great movie in spite of him. Wow. How about that? I just threw down. That's right, Gary yeah. Cooper. Paul Francis Sullivan, call me Sully. I'm coming after you, Gary Cooper. I'm coming after you, Sergeant York. That's a cliffhanger. Now we got to get you back to talk about movies. <laughs> My guest today, the great Paul Sully Sullivan. Follow Paul on Twitter at SullyBaseball. Catch the podcast. Where can they find the podcast? What's it called and it's where called, can they find it? It's called Locked On MLB, and it is available wherever you get podcasts. I assume you know how to listen to a podcast because you're listening to one point, right yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah, it's, not that, it's, it's not that much of a mystery, Indiana Jones. So <laughs> just uh, whatever platform you listen to, type in Locked On MLB, and your pal Sully will be there talking baseball. That's beautiful. Sully, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, thank you. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Visit jeffcesario.com for upcoming dates. Hey, kids, got an album coming out soon on 800 Pound Gorilla. Thanks to all of you for listening. Support my sponsor, All Things Comedy. Hit that website and knock yourself out. If you want more of me this weekend, Sully and everybody, I'll be calling all the action at Caesars Palace Las Vegas, where David Blaine will be digested live by a python and somehow still get women. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.